what we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome, welcome to the House of Souls Separately. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to all of you amazing human beings living outside the box, drawing outside the lines, doing your own thing, driving your own lane. Uh, and I would say like from innovators and creators and entrepreneurs, hustlers, small business owners, CEOs, uh, again, people just really doing their thing um, and, or attempting to do your thing. <laughs> it, we, we love you guys. And everybody that comes on the podcast we're here to tell you you're understood. The space is safe here. Like we're all the same trying to build on our first venture, our 50th venture, whatever, our passion. And there's a journey in between. So we don't like glorifying or glamorizing on success. It's it's just not that way, as you guys always hear me say. Um, it's more about how you are defining what is success for you along the way because you are staying true to yourself, right? And uh, I'm just really appreciative of all you guys for the last five years. And for anybody that's newer to the show, I'm Matt Gottesman. It's nice to meet you guys. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you checking out these episodes. Um, you can reach me at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, at HDF Magazine on Instagram if you want to get in the conversation at um, you know, the intersection of culture and creativity and entrepreneurship. And then, of course, at Hustle Sold Separately. We've got another amazing show at, with a returning guest. I love when I have returning guests, and even more so, I love when I have returning guests that are also in the studio with me. Um, and this comes from an individual who was on literally about a month and a half ago, Jen Stone, founder of Feng Shui by Jen. And um, she's also a Bazi expert member. We had, uh, it, interestingly, I actually got a lot of people who reached out about that show because um, we talked a lot about energy and the timing of things and understanding why things happen when they do energetically based on each individual's kind of path, if you will, right? Destiny mapping, that's probably also why I had a lot of outreach on it. Uh, and so we're welcoming her back. And, and just, you know, I, I know you guys maybe remember her bio. I don't want to go too far into that. Um, but native of Hong Kong, um, she founded Feng Shui by Jen. You guys can check her out online on Insta. Um, and she does, you know, classical feng shui consulting services for homes and businesses, including individualized Bazi, which is the four pillars of destiny readings um, and auspicious date selection. And so uh, we really went into all the things, but go back to that episode if you'd like to hear more about her individual background. And today we're really gonna be talking about preparing our energy and um, operating amidst a global paradigm shift, right? There is a definite paradigm shift happening energetically. It is messing with everybody in some way or another. And I shouldn't say really, I don't like to generalize by saying everybody, but meaning it's, there's a lot of energy shifts happening with a lot of multi-layers of visuals and subcontext and subconscious and, you know, what you thought was up is down, what you thought was left is right. Uh, and I'm not talking politically, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying like, the idea of opposites happening, like not everything is as it seems, or maybe it is as it seems, and it's just you're now finally dealing with things. There is a lot of energy shifting, periodly, period. Now, the good news is people like Jen and I and several others in our community believe we're actually heading into some really great times over the coming years, but it's a little bit messy along the way, which is what everybody is experiencing right now, um, and that is sometimes very difficult to watch in real time because it's not fun 
Um, now, if you're on the outside of it, because you already dealt with a lot of things in your life and you're just kind of now grounding more and work, working more on, on that level of, of where you're at, great. But it's still, you can still see all the things and be like, wow, like that is a lot. There's a lot going on out there, more than I'd ever seen. Thank God I'm not immersed in it. But at the same time, I am a part of this world and I have to be empathetic, understand what the hell is going on and how do I actually maneuver around all those things. Or maybe you're in the middle of it and this is all new to you and you're like, dude, I'm kind of waking up and I don't know what the hell is going on. Good news, we got you all covered today. <laughs> so, Jen, welcome back to the show. Hi, Matt. Was that okay? Did oh, I get that right? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I mean, what's, you know, I, I wanted to start off with talking about like this energy update and like where, um, you know, how do we prepare for next year? Because it's funny, I saw a meme the other day <laughs> that oh said, God. that said, I don't see any of you guys posting your uh, 2021 is going to be my year. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You know, um, the thing about with New Year, uh, it gives us sort of this false sense of reality that we are at the end of the year. And then when we come into the news cycle, it's like, oh, well, it's a clean slate and we can just forget about everything. But unfortunately, we're actually bringing with us a lot of baggage mm. of 2020. And so the way that I see um, the energy for 2021 is really a continuation of 2020. So However, it now that scares a lot of people, by the way, when you say that, I'm sure. So, yes. right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face is priceless. But, but sorry, I just wanted to. It is true. And it, you know, I, I'm not here to sugarcoat it, but I'm also a, an ever optimist. Right, right. And right. so I feel like as we come into reflection and dreaming about what's to come and really taking stock on the things that we've learned, the paradigm shifting that have happened, allowing ourselves to breathe into some grace, some patience into mm. the work that has been, um, that has started from 2020. There you go. So that's why I say it's just a continuation um, for us. But if, if I go back with the Chinese metaphysics world, 2020 was very masculine, very yang. It's like, you're jolted. It's like a giant earthquake. You're in the middle of the tsunami and then there's a tornado. And, <laughs> you know, if you're not grounded and you don't have the practices and rituals, you may have gotten sucked into all that, mm. you know, wildness. But 2021, there's a sense of inner peace that is developing. Mm. And we are going to be called to look at some of the beauty that came as a result of these jolts. And so, I don't know. That's I, nice. Yes, it's a little bit more yin, and it, it really is about beauty. And beauty is not just the aesthetics that we right. see. It's really the beauty in our differences, the beauty in the ugliness, the beauty in the hardships. And so um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. No, I, I like how you put that, though, too, because, I mean, look, transformation is a process. And if the world is all kind of going at it at one time, we, we're not going back to where the old ways. The, a lot of the veils have been lifted, and there's a lot of shit. And a lot of things now have to be dealt with. And you, to your point, 2020 is this year of like kind of here's all the shit. Here's the tsunami. By the way, here's another wave. Oh, Godzilla just came in. And uh, then, you know, the T-Rex sideswiped him and, you know, it's all the things. So that when you get into 2021, it's sort of like, do we want to now start to reflect and deal with these things? And let's, let's just like breathe for a moment and actually start to work through these things. Yes, absolutely. And I think that for people like us, for example, we have done our inner work leading up to 2020. And so 
um, as some of your listeners also probably have that same experience, our sort of, you know, experience and the way that we've come out of 2020 might be different. And our, uh, we will be called to support others mm, that are going to be right. continuing that journey. So that's what I love about energy is it's not discriminative. It doesn't care where you come from. It doesn't care what background, what sort of belief system you have. It will come at us, all of us. You and I, after we did the podcast, we did my Bazi reading. Oh, yes. Do you have that stuff with you? I you have want me to your cue that chart. Up? Do you want me to cue that up? So um, this was a very interesting exercise uh, for everybody listening um, in understanding your life map, if you will, uh, your destiny charting of your times and energies and what's happening um, in different times of your life and phases. Because it's sort of like saying, as an example, as Jen would give like, hey, if you go back to 2008, knowing that there was going to be a crash, you would probably plan a little bit differently. Well, if you know the kinds of energies that are associated with certain times, you don't have to necessarily be a victim to that. It's just good to know like, what types of, um, you know, ways would you like, approaches would you like to take to maneuver during a given year, month, day, et cetera, so you can kind of plan more accordingly, um, energetically. Yeah. Right? Is, that, is that a good you're way of saying it? Bazi, okay, Matt. Okay. I'm, I'm, you're getting good at this now. <laughs> well, the way that I like to describe it, um, you know, to, to explain it very simply is you, you, you kind of look at your life path like a roadmap. You know, back in the days before GPSs, right. go on a road trip, you pull out the roadmap, you look at the roadmap and it shows you what is the quickest route, you know? Oh, get there really fast. And then where's the scenic route? It takes a little bit of time. And then where are the bumps and the detours along the way? And so each and every one of us have this roadmap that is according to our birthday. Mm -hmm. And we put this into this uh, Chinese chart. And so we all have our own unique destiny blueprint that outlines when is it going to be when we can go from zero to 60. And you felt that at moments in your life when you're in this forward moving momentum where everything is just happening success, achievements, everything. And then there are times when you're in this scenic route and you're like trying to get to your destination, but it's telling you, wait a minute, slow down. Maybe mm. you need to enjoy this. Maybe you mm -hmm. need to go this way instead. And then the bumps and the detours where you just want to pull your hair out going, what the crap? Right. Or what the hell? Right. <laughs> what is happening? Everything is shifting and changing. And so when I work with people to help them understand their blueprint, you, you gain this sense of, clarity and appreciation and acceptance for your own path and then it empowers you to say you know what i can do something about this and a mm -hmm. lot of that really stems from your conscious decision to make different adjustments in your yes. life and so i came into this you know i'm an a-type person i'm a perfectionist and if you listen to the previous episode you'll understand my previous background in corporate america but once I really embrace Bazi into my life, there's this sense of ease, if you will, mm -hmm. to be like, you know what, um, I'm going to try again tomorrow. Right. <laughs> and then I don't create this sort of nightmare of story that prolong, um, you know, the, the anxieties or the upset and the disappointments. And it's just simply understanding that everything does have its own timing. Mm, so true. And um what uh so you got my chart in front of you i don't know how to queue up like uh, you know i'm i'm an open book so uh you know uh for the most part <laughs> you know, we're setting boundaries we set we set boundaries i'm a, but i'm an open book but it was it was interesting to learn about 
the earlier phases of my life mm-hmm. and um and then now the phase i'm in um and on and then on into the well into the future yes and it was interesting that as you were without me telling you things you were able to say like this is what these periods are embarked by and it was like wow that's exactly what i dealt with from like 6 to 16 16 mm-hmm. to 26 26 to 36 very aligned with what you said i'm now 41 and i'm noticing a different flow a different approach a different everything also very much aligned with what you were saying but yes. how do you how do you however you want to talk about this yeah you know? i mean i will keep it on the up and up okay right. so <laughs> well it is it is actually by the way it was really good because you were talking about like my more rebellious years where it was like there were things that like were very up and down they were very yeah. disconnected um or just a little all over the place spread too thin all this stuff and then when you said you know looking at 36 to 46 46 to 56 like this 20 year run yes you're like my god like this is amazing 56 to 70 66 76 86 mm-hmm. like also like they were all really really cool things yes. because so. you have the classic case which we practitioners prefer is that you absorb some of the more turbulent times when you were younger oh, thank God. because everything everything <laughs> in life is a balance right that's the natural law of right. order is what is down will go up and what is up will go down and so i know this is very difficult also for some parents to hear is that you know, of course, they want their chi- their children to be straight A students and to be the sports star and all that fun stuff. But oftentimes, that means that the child has absorbed a lot of the good luck cycle when they're younger. Mm. And what we really ideally want to see is that when the person comes to the prime of their life, to have all of the supporting elements. And so, really, life is just sort of this graphic wave. You know, it has its ups and downs and peaks and valleys. And so, for Matt, like we obviously have his birth chart right in front of me and we translate them into these Chinese characters so he was born on a yin earth day oh you're gonna love this Matt I'm gonna say it right now <laughs> <laughs> so Here we in, in Bazi we don't really read it based on your year animal sign so that's one misconception you gotta like get it out of your system so he was born on a yin earth day like mother earth so yin earth people are very neutral in life they're very nurturing fertile giving generous uh, a lot of uh, yin earth men, for example, are like the George Clooney <laughs> and the Justin Timberlake. So they embody sort of this uh, uh, like grace mm. and um, clear heartedness and this sophist- sophistication <laughs> because it's yin earth. Yeah. It is kind of like mother earth. And so they also have a humanitarian side to mm. them. So when you see a lot of yin earth people they even though they're actors or musicians or whatever they sort of also have this pull to do another thing that is about the humanity so your yin earth very generous intuitive because he was he has a dragon sign matt was born uh or his first luck starts at six years old so that's a very pivotal thing so that's why he was explaining his cycle at six to 16 16 to 26 so now he's 41 years old and there's a lot of stuff happening he feels energetically matt is in this cycle of playfulness you know there's a lot of energy i almost call it like add (laughs) and and it's the desire to create and to push and to produce to birth new things and so while a couple of years ago i would say maybe even 2018 you know 2019 have been somewhat difficult in terms of maybe the momentum the direction shifting a little bit some self-growth some discomfort in in your shedding 
2020, the year of the rat, is so incredibly pivotal because this this element means freedom, liberation. It's getting yourself outside of yourself. It's finally breaking free from the confinements of all the things that you thought were important. Mm -hmm. And that includes your values. And, mm -hmm. and, and perhaps that's even strengthening your own convictions. And there's a sense of playfulness there now where it's not about proving something. Yep. It's just, this is it. This is who I am. This is what I'm about. And then also, 2020, the year of the rat is Matt's nobleman. It's called Nobleman Year, which really translates to mean angels. So this year is a fantastic time to be taking risks, to be thinking outside of the box, to be saying yes to things that you've been waiting on. Whatever things that he had on, you know, your finger on the trigger, it's now the, now the time to pull the trigger. It's also called Peach Blossom. Peach Blossom is all about relationship building, you know, the, the sense for uh, the search for love and, and deepening friendships and calibrating your interpersonal relationships. And that also may include letting go of some people in your life. And so this is like, I would say it's Matt's trifecta year, which of course, duh, you met me this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> so yes, and so that will, whatever he has, you have built and created and sort of made a commitment to yourself, that's the momentum you're going to continue into 2021. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and it's interesting. So like you guys listening, you can hear uh, I mean, some of you have known me for many years. Some of you are getting to know me now. But like, like even like the neutral part, it's your, like in the humanity part, a humanitarian part. You know, um, w a lot of times, even when I'm asked people like, "Hey, with your platforms as big as they are, how come you're not getting in the conversations of like what's happening right now?" I'm like, "Well, I've been in the conversations, but it's because I'm trying to spark um, critical thinking, so you can do the inner work that allows you to see the outer world in the way that you need to better understand and navigate, not." just like the platforms aren't here to talk about victimhood mm -hmm. on either side or any side or all sides or whatever and like and then just you know double down on that it's to lift up out of that and be like listen we all just we can't none of us none of us are going to escape the work here none of us are going to escape the work so my my encouragement is do the work so that i love when you were talking about these things yes you know, and and i do want to emphasize too on two other things about your chart the quality um, of the chart in other words it's your essence it's a person mm -hmm. is this generosity right and so uh sometimes i joke around and i say well if you're a business owner and you have this in chinese we call it robbing money character that means you're always giving discounts <laughs> that means you're 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 too open you're too available yep. you're too accessible you're generous not just in your pocket but in your time and your skills and your ideas so but that's part of who you are is that generous spirit is you're always encompassing community and inviting sort of this bigger circle. Um, and also your intuition is very strong. You have a dragon sign. So in Bazi, the dragon is always uh, associated with spirit. So whenever you meet somebody that uh, are a little bit more spiritual or they have really, really good gut instincts, Back in the day, probably 3,000 years ago, you would have been a psychic, okay? But of course, today in modern day, we have a lot of entrepreneurs and athletes and musicians and authors that use their intuition to create something that is really outside of the box. So it's really learning to harness that inside you and also learning ways to nurture and to listen to that. Now, this is what's really cool because obviously people can get a hold of you for this type of stuff too. Um, and I'm, I'm encouraging everybody that's listening um, because like when you know this type of information, here's a perfect example. So you're absolutely right. Like I, I was overly giving, I say was because I'm constantly working on this, overly giving of time. Uh, 
um, you know, uh, what we might charge with the agency and other things. Like, actually, it's pretty good. But like, but there'd been, you know, yeah, like, oh, here, we'll work it this way. We'll work it that way. Um, this goes hand in hand for everybody that's listening. And I want you to encourage you to go to the previous episode about talking about once you start managing your time, you become very honest and you become very discerning with your approach. Now, see, if you know these types of things about yourself, this is where like you use this for an interpersonal side of like, oh, okay, cool. I know this to be true about me. And how, how fortunate am I now to know this type of information so I can uh, actively work on it. See, guys, like this isn't, I think a lot of times people hear these things like, oh, yeah, that's me. And then they just fall right into like, well, that's just the way I'll always be. Like, no, 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 no. Like, it's good to know about you. So how can you start to work on those areas that um, can you know, protect you a little bit more? That is a really great point because I've, I've worked with thousands of clients and I, it, it just reminded me of this one client of mine and she had a lot of the characteristics we call killing husband. <laughs> <laughs> is, that a, is that a martial art technique? Killing or? <laughs> husband slash killing boss. Okay, now remember this modality came to us 5,000 years ago and it used to be read by men and so when they see those types of characters uh, characteristics in a chart they call them killing husband killing boss but it really simply means that the woman is very intelligent she wears the pants in the family but also that's a typical entrepreneurial kind of chart so that's why we call it killing boss because they can't work for a boss but so anyway I re recall doing the chart of this woman and she said Yes, I, I understand these things, but I feel like that nobody would like me if I just be who I am. And I said, well, yes, because she has a very aggressive nature about her, very forceful, very ambitious, you know, don't get in my way, kind of a go-getter. And I said, honey, just because it's who you are doesn't mean you just fall trapped to that. It's recognizing areas of improvement to say, how can I better make use of my innate gift and character and make the adjustments, the necessary adjustments so that I can really show up more authentically? But that's a two-way street because then what can the other person, your spouse, your siblings, your family members can also understand about you and not judge you for being the way that you are? That's exact that right there because uh, it's not always about knowing these things about ourselves so we can make adjustments. It's having the information for a loved one or set of loved ones or friends or whoever to say, here's what I know to be true about me. Uh, at least, it, it, at least what it would appear to be, <laughs> you know, because I, I, I know and understand because you have to also know and understand it. You can't just be like, oh, I've been told this. And you're like, do you feel that? You know? Yes. Yeah, I do feel it. And so it's like allowing then a loved one to understand it so they can help complement, take care of it, nurture it, know that those details, whatever it might be. Yes. I mean, you know? Bazi is really limitless. I mean, you can use this for and not just about understanding yourself and the timing of things, but it's also understanding relationship dynamics between people. And so I work a lot with married couples, uh, relationships, business partners, parents and teachers. And, and it's really learning where is the other person coming from and how am I supposed to make the different adjustments so that they can hear me better? Or what can I do to support them so that their true essence really shine, right? And so, and you can also use this for understanding health. So Matt, take care of your gut. Yep. <laughs> And, and, and as everybody has been listening to my journey on the last couple of podcasts, what have I been doing? Nutritionist and, uh, and, uh, a trainer and all the things like this last, uh, year. And it's been yes. amazing. Yeah. And like better. And it's amazing because with better gut health, my, my brain capacity, my creativity, my brain fog is gone. Mm. Like it's wiped out. 
um, so much more clear. And it's cool because it's also helping me see in other areas of like, oh, okay, this is where I need to improve and like work on it. You know, sometimes it's, it, I'll tell you what, it's just showing grace as you brought up great. You know, it's, it's a time for showing us ourselves grace because it's hard sometimes as a, a driven person to when you see the things you're like, oh shit. Yeah. I really need to, I need to, I do need to work on that. Um, and then that takes practice, patience, consistency, mm -hmm. discipline, um, and time. Mm -hmm. And what do we want to do? I want to now, I need yeah, to change it now. And then we like get all like, you get all worried if I don't take care of it right away. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, ease up, dude. <laughs> chill, chill the F out, yeah. you, you know? And like, what are some next things that we need to do within this? And like, let's shift a few priorities, Yeah, you know? And, and it's interesting because um, even though gut health overall is very important for everybody. Right. But it's interesting where energy sits in the body. It's very different for everyone. You know, some people, they get stuck in their heart space. Some mm. people get stuck in their head, right? What does it mean if you get stuck in the gut health or the gut area? In the sorry. gut, it's your intuition. It's your sense uh, of self. It's your wow. knowing, your inner knowing. It's your faith. Like, do you believe in something beyond yourself, right? Mm. Do you have, and, and for, for some people, it's, it's the sense of confidence. Like they have self-doubt. Mm -hmm. Am I good enough? Is this enough? Am I enough? Am I complete? Or I don't really trust myself. I don't trust others, mm -hmm. for instance. So that's where really the energy of the stomach, uh, when you tie that back to Chinese medicine. It makes complete sense because um, as I work, as I do the work on myself, self-love, Oh man, like it's a, it, it, everything starts to change. Um, uh, for anybody listening, especially like your worthiness, of course, because mm -hmm. um, it's one thing to have a mindset, but it's another thing. Well, as you start to do the work and you notice the results, you treat you differently. So you treat everybody else differently. Um, even if you're always kind to them, you know, I, I guess kind of where I'm going with that is sort of, and again, this was just talked about on another podcast is like, as I manage myself better, and my time better, oh man, my discernment's through the roof. So like when you're dealing with other, everybody else, like, no, yes, no, no, yes, maybe, Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, sorry, I don't have time for that. Sorry, get to the point. Like you, you just start to, you start to be really honest. And, and for you, uh, Matt, like when, when I look at your chart, you have the, the intelligence element, which is the, the brain, right. right? And so that speaks to, how you show up in life where you like to think logically, you like to plan, you like to organize. And, and that's also how you project yourself out into the world and how people see you to be like, oh, well, Matt's very intelligent. He's intellectual. He enjoys learning things. And, and, and that's, he's smart, right? But at the true core of Matt is actually intuition. Mm. That's it. So the way that you would show up in business and in relationships where it's that instant gut where you're like, oh, that person is cool. I don't know why, but I just know. Or like, oh, that person's shady, but I don't know why. I don't want to yep. get into that deal or I don't want to go in this, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. it's, it's real. And so it's really learning to manage sort of this dichotomy of the mind and the gut, but learning how to merge and to marry them at the same time because you're, you're both. Yeah, uh, very spot on how you describe that. And here's a good question to piggyback that off of, which is... Um, how do you explain, I was told that this is the answer, that one of the answers to this is um, strong connection, strong connection, right? Um, not just internally, but, you know, up above. But how do you explain that intuitively 
all of the things you were saying, yeah, like, oh, I want to go here. No, I don't want to go here. No, I don't want that deal. No, I don't want to work with these people. That, that. But other times where you not quite see it yet, but you're like either trying to, um, you know, oh, I want to be a part of that thing. Or, oh, I think I want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I wouldn't mind, you know, this is the kind of direction I would want to go in that deal. Or, oh, I want to get into that, like that group of people over there that I, I might want to connect with, et cetera. And then something happens and pushes you away from it and you you don't even know why. Um, I call that like being highly protective. I'm now, now I embrace it. The moment I see it, I'm like, yep, cool, I'm out. I don't have to question it, nothing. Like I'm having actually a lot of fun with it now. Um, I used to not understand that. And I used to find out that people who, thank God they didn't end up coming on the podcast. Thank God we didn't end up going to business together. Thank God that like we didn't end up connecting more, like whatever it might be, they were not, they were not good. They were not good for me, for me, for my path or whatever, and on any range. Or, or maybe you are around a certain amount of people for a time that are serving a purpose for some things, and then they're removed when you're like, no, 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 no. You, you actually, this is the threshold. You cannot go beyond this point. This is not, this, this side is not for you. These, this thing with the gifts are for you, but these things over here on the other side, that's the threshold that, that there's, there's some other ish there that you don't want to even be a part of, nor do you need to be around. Oh, and by the way, we're removing them now. Mm-hmm. I have found that interesting. Very, very interesting. Like what that's all about. So I have an explanation. For I you figured you would. Because from 36 to 46, right? In Angels. your Bazi chart. You are under the protection of 10-year noblemen, okay? This is very important. When we talk about um, religion or some kind of a spiritual practice, obviously, in Chinese metaphysics, we don't take into account any type of spiritual practice or religion because that's, that's a... That's a subjective thing, right. okay, that, that you choose as an individual based on your free will. However, whenever we take a look at examples of moments when people experience exactly what you describe or a particular hardship, whether that's, oh, I got into a bankruptcy or that business deal failed or, you know, that business partner didn't come to fruition, when you understand that you are under the protection of noblemen, there is actually something of greater power at play mm. that you are not yet quite able to see and in your human form, if you will. I don't want to get like too woo-woo here, but I see it happen all the time. And I'll give you a very easy example. I may have a client that says, you know what, Jen, I want to buy that house in Laguna Beach. I know I'm under my nobleman. I'm in a good luck cycle, so all the things should be happening. And so they put all of their energy in manifesting and buying that property in Laguna Beach, okay? Then as the year goes on, they don't buy that house. They ended up in North Carolina, let's say. Hmm. And they're like, what the crap? Right? right? We, we planned our whole entire life. We put our finances. I put all my love, my dream, my heart, everything to that. And now I ended up in North Carolina. I don't understand what this means. But when nobleman is there, that means some kind of a divine force, whether that's your connection to a higher power or whatever else, elementally speaking, it's actually trying to guide you Mm. back into the right path. But you won't be able to recognize that until years later. When you look back and say, oh my gosh, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. And that happens every single time with the protection of nobleman. Why did I get into that car accident? 
Why did I lose my purse? Why did I get hurt? Why did I get diagnosed with that disease? Why did I suffer that financial hardship? When you look back on those experiences and you know your path, you, re you realize that that is actually a blessing in disguise. In other words, you have to have patience to get to the, uh, when you, to the point where you can look back and see, you know, all of the, um, the dots connecting. Yes. And yeah. so with Matt, you're in your 10-year nobleman luck. And this is your nobleman year. And so there, you're able to take comfort, I think, when you understand the timing of it. Mm -hmm. To say, you know what? I presented that as an opportunity. It didn't work then there must be something else planned for me. Mm -hmm. And how am I willing to let that go and not create some more sickness around that to be like, but I really wanted that deal. Mm -hmm. I really hoped for it mm -hmm. and it didn't happen. Yeah, you know, and interestingly enough, I now pay attention to the energy in such a manner, uh, and it's been going on for a, while, for a little while, but more than ever now of, yeah, when you talk to prospective clients and people and I'm like, I'm listening for all of the energy that's not, either being said or how things are being said. I'm like, mm, okay, like, no, <laughs> you know, in a very healthy way, but yes. just like, uh, um, because you can, you can sense it more, you know, the more connected you are, the more you can, you can just sense it and feel it and be like, you know what? And it doesn't matter how big your budget is. It's like, no. But no. I really think that's, that's the true essence of what in the flow means, right? right? And, mm -hmm. and we float that concept around a lot. Oh, just go with the flow. Just go with the flow. And I'm right. like, what the hell does that mean? You know, right. my logical brain goes, is it, is it pack up my things, cl close the shop and move somewhere else? Or is it just, I need to be patient. And so when we have a stronger connection with understanding the energy, with understanding the timing of things and also doing the work necessary, you know, individually, I think that's when we recognize and honor the moments when we are supposed to be pushing and when we're supposed to be taking a break. Which is a good segue because one of the things I learned from you too was this idea of also individual days of the week that have a certain type of energy mm -hmm. and where you can either push a little harder or maybe uh, do something. Take a nap. Take a, take a nap, <laughs> you know. And so, guys, if you guys are wondering, like, because uh, uh, Jen works with a lot of entrepreneurs, too, uh, and small business owners um, around the world. And it's like uh, this idea of, okay, so, like, if I know it's a nobleman day or, like, one that's a nobleman plus, a, as you call it, a peach blossom day or um, a clash day or all these different things, you can basically. So, what I did is after Jen gave me a nice schedule of days, I then went into my calendar and I actually marked which days were which. It's not every day of the week, by the way, but it's just like certain specific days throughout the month. And then I can either ha make sure I have meetings on, you know, specific days that I know I can close anything. And, and then other days I'm like, maybe I don't want to do anything on that day. Or maybe like that's not a day to invoice. So that's not a day to this. So that's not a day to that. Um, and I find it really, really interesting, by the way, because and here's, here's, a, here's a way of explaining it. Uh, at least how I've explained to a couple of people that I, I try to refer to now to Jen and, and it's been great. It's sort of like this. Have you ever had a day where you said everything right? And I mean everything right. Let's just use business setting. Like, I mean, you nailed it. And it was just not enough for the people to be like, yeah, no, nah, maybe we just don't get it. We don't have this, we don't have that. And then there have been days that you'd be like, yeah, I don't know. And it'll probably just cost you like this, some godly number or whatever. You're not even like, you're not even in any kind of zone. You're not even thinking about anything. They're like, yeah, all right, where do we sign up? And you're just like, what? 
So there's energies that are going on as well. Is that a, is that a good, a fair enough yes. analogy of like, yes, hundred <laughs> yes, percent. And traditionally in in Chinese culture, you know, they're really huge on auspicious dates, particularly for life altering events. The, these are things like weddings, um, surgery dates, business grand opening, mm -hmm. move in date. Each and every one of us have certain very specific auspicious dates that we calculate based on your birthday. And so the way that I would describe it is, you know, there would be times when you wake up and you just already feel irritated. You're like, I, I just woke up. I just opened my eyes. Like, why am I ready to punch somebody in the face, you know, and nothing <laughs> in that day. And then you just really like visually, you're just visually trying to punch someone in the face. Um, and then there are days where you wake up and you're just like this energizer bunny yeah. where you are ready to conquer the world and, and you can do anything. Um, all of it is influenced by the daily energy and how it's connecting with your chart specifically. While, while that is a fixed energy for the universe, each and every one of us behave and react to the energy very differently based on our own composite as energy beings, right? And so, yes, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. I mean, I even have realtors that would schedule their open houses on peach blossom days because that's when they want people to come in and, right. and have a good reaction and, and a friendly, you know, uh, dealing, for example. So you're going to get every entrepreneur, real estate, financial advisor, like everybody that's listening yes. is going to be like, you'll, well, you well, I'll give you how you give them all your information here in a little bit. But like it was just it was just very, very interesting. But, but you know, one of the, the tips that I, I would encourage you to, Matt, if I hadn't already mentioned, is keep sort of an informal diary mm. because this is your first go, right? And so this is your first true conscious awareness of these elements in a single day. Mm -hmm. So you're you're essentially doing your own research on yourself. Yeah. And you're compiling data to be like, okay, how did that nobleman day show up for me? And what kind of conversations was I having that day? Or mm -hmm. what kind of random person showed up that day? And when it's my clash day, how did it really bother me that day? And what were the shifts and the changes that were unexpected that kind of pushed me over the edge a little bit? Do you want to explain what clash days are to people so they understand? Yeah, so clash means um, unexpected things. So I have my clash day. That's when I run errands. <laughs> That's when I, you know, clash days happen sometimes when you can't find your keys, you're running late, you miss an exit, uh, you miss an appointment. Like that's just an unexpected hiccup. And so when you understand your clash days, you kind of go into that day, you give yourself a little bit of break to be like, you know what, maybe I'm gonna give myself an extra 30 minutes. Or you know what, I'm just gonna leave it open that day. And whatever happens, I just know it's my clash day, so I'm not, whatever, I don't get so pissed off. It is what it is, right? So. I work with my husband all the time with his clash days, which by the way, we call it Bonanza Day, you know, the old like cowboy show. I would say, hey, today's a Bonanza Day. That means he knows this is the day where he's supposed to just chill and not make big decisions, not get irritated, you know, because he knows he'll feel a little bit more impatient that day. So he's just gonna relax and watch an episode of Bonanza. <laughs> and penalty days are penalty days are it there's different kinds of penalty days um some penalty days are self-punishment like that's the day you're mm. extra critical of yourself you know where you look at yourself oh i don't like the my outfit 
it make can it go. A, <laughs> make it a spa day that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then you're extra worried that day. Something doesn't sit right with you. You know, you're, it's just at the pit of your stomach. You can't really pinpoint it. And it's not necessarily like clash is different where it's an explosion. It's kind of like, I can't find my keys or I'm late to my appointment and everybody knows about it. But penalty is more inside you. It's more internal. So again, if you know that it is your penalty day, then that's the day maybe you got to meditate for an extra half an hour. <laughs> I, I'm laughing because I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Something happened last Friday when I was with family. Yep, <laughs> that was a penalty day. And I mean, it was at an it was I couldn't even explain it. Thank God I had a very healthy um, you know, uh, mother that was listening to me because we were, we were catching up because I don't live in town there and um it was interesting because she's like everything okay i'm like i don't know oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm like i don't know i don't know what is going on i'm like maybe i don't even have to explain it <laughs> yeah you're like i'm just gonna sit on this day you know what and and that's the thing is that's the difference between oh my gosh matt virtual hug virtual hug um mm. is when you have this awareness it's not to scare you to be, you know to death yeah. to be like holy shit i got a fucking penalty day like what the <laughs> fuck am i gonna do you know i literally have sorry i literally have I people that good. email me going oh my god and then they start to pre-create the story right. before it actually happens and i said hey listen you are learning this not to create more fear and anxiety. You're actually trying to learn and incorporate this to better manage your life and your mindset. And so when you understand, you know what, I got a big business meeting and it happens to be on my penalty day and I have no choice but to go because I can't reschedule it, then you know all the things you got to do before you get into that. Yeah. Uh, meeting. You prepare for it. Yes. And, that, and that's the whole basis of what we were talking about here is that when you know energies you can prepare for them so you don't uh, become a victim to them yes yes yeah. and that is the beauty of opening your eyes to these types of things that's what i'm like looking at all these I was he's like, looking at his dates next, guys. i was like next wednesday the ninth is a penalty day hey nobody contact me in fact i'm booking out the entire like day nobody's allowed to like <laughs> no but seriously like today is my clash day yeah okay so what happened to me today so i woke up late mm -hmm. i Went to Starbucks. I went to the gas station. I filmed a Bazi Gratitude series. I'm here in a podcast. I'm going to the post office. I'm going to a feng shui shop. I'm going to church. Like, that's mm -hmm. a clash day. Yeah. Because you got so much stuff going on. Yeah. That's clash. So gotcha. I understood it going into today to be like, okay, I'm going to need an extra cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and these green juices that you brought And green here. juices, you know, because <laughs> you got to have it. No, it's, it's, it's truly an amazing thing. And I think that this is where... Again, like the constant theme of like letting people know like, hey, it's just managing energy so you can create the world around you instead of constantly being a victim to it or a, um, you know, why did this happen? And right. what do I do? And like just living in like the energy of something not going right and learning more about it. it's not really right or wrong. There is no right or wrong. Right. All there is is just energy and how you're maneuvering throughout the day. Well, and the thing is we are not at the whim of some random thing, okay? right, right? And everything go. does happen for a reason. It's a damn cliche because it's freaking true. And you have this beautiful modality that while it was invented or came to creation, inspired from, I don't know, aliens, <laughs> something that's beyond the human you know, intelligence, and we're able to use it in our modern day life to understand our day to day. Mm -hmm. And it's such a valuable tool. And I go back to what I see, you know, kind of piggybacking off of what you were saying is 
we all have a sense of purpose, right? Mm -hmm. That we want to make use of every day. We want to be productive. We want to be helpful. We want to, you know, have achieve things and we want to be known for something and to be loved for this and that. But we are still sort of humbled by this force, this cosmic force that's the, the veil above us. We can't see it, but we live in it in mm -hmm. every single moment. And what a beautiful gift to be able to see it in a tangible way. So for you, like for example, Matt, as you're compiling your own data of Matt, mm -hmm. right, and how you're mm -hmm. reacting to this energy, you become more intimate with your nobleman. You become more intimate with your penalty. And as you move through the rest of your life, really, I mean, there's a really a sense of peace that you can cultivate with that to be like, you know what? I did the best that I could that day, mm -hmm. but it was a penalty day. So, you know what? Maybe there were a couple things up against me that mm -hmm. day, yeah. but I did the best that I can, and, you know? And, allow, and it's how you create more flow. Yeah. You know? 100%. It's cool. And you, when you do these, I know because uh, um, it's later in the year when you, so you got me from now through mm -hmm. February. So typically these types of charts are a year long, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what they're like yeah. from February to February? Is that what yes. they do? Or mm -hmm. yeah. interesting. I'm looking forward yeah, to Yeah. So I have month. other people, you know, they come to me in the middle of the year and I just give them the rest of the year to plan right. out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I love it. I'll, I'll have to book my time with you in January yeah, <laughs> to make yeah. sure that I get the February yeah, through so, February. Yeah, I know. And so if you really think about, you know, the, the, the little random trivial things in your day to day, like maybe you're at AJ's and you're in line at the deli, you're hungry, you want food and you, you get the freaking number thing, you know, and maybe that was your nobleman day and somebody goes, you know what, you can go ahead of me. Mm. Or maybe the person on the other side of the counter is very sweet, mm. right, to kind of make your day. And you're like, gosh, that's, that was a nobleman interaction. Right. Or you're in New York City, it's pouring rain, you get out of the building and there's a taxi right in front. Oh, my gosh, that's a nobleman day. You're traveling and, and they say, hey, Matt, you got upgraded to first class. And you're like, oh, that's a nobleman day. Right. So when you see it, you start to really recognize all oh, these yeah. little things and you don't take them for granted. And so imagine if the universe or energy or the elements are bringing you these treasures right? Whether that's through an individual, through a stranger or an opportunity, imagine how much more you can do with the, with your awareness right. to say, what do I need yeah. in my life? What do I need in business? And you can say, I want a hundred million dollars. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Fine. Okay. But I'm just saying like asking really, your, asking yourself, what is that I'm going to need to get me to the next level? Yeah. You know? So true. And, and then the cool thing is as you pay attention to that data, it allows you to ask appropriate questions and plan for those days to, you know, receive, if you yes. will, or some variation of it. But at least, you're, again, a knowing allows you to prepare yeah. and the preparation allows you to reap. I mean, there's really nothing mysterious about energy, Matt. Um, energy is just a cyclical pattern. It's just like the season. Spring, summer, fall, winter, repeat, 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 repeat. History repeats itself all the time. The outcome looks a little bit different, but what, what is the mysterious part really in, on all the grand scheme of things is people. Because mm. people get to choose. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about this particular modality is that 
while we can use it as a forecasting tool to make predictions on the stock market or make predictions about mother, how Mother Nature is going to behave, the, you know, from a macro scale to a micro scale in terms of how you're going to be affected by it. But really, there is still an element of mystery because you still get to choose. You still get to choose whether you want to go this way or that way. There are thousands of people born on the same day. There's thousands of identical Bazi charts. There are twins and triplets, mm. right? right? But their outcome is all are a little bit different because they make individual choices every single time. Do I want to get married to this person? Do I want to move there? Do I want this job? Do I want to choose this habit? And so it's such a beautiful way of just being able to show up and living your best life. I love that. <laughs> um, good transition, which is um, knowing, uh, sorry, it's funny, I had the question, but I didn't want to interrupt you. So I was like listening to it all the way through. I probably should have typed this one down. But <laughs> knowing that, um, well, okay, you were talking about how um, mine's more of a classic Bozzy, like you learn a lot of the stuff up front early on, you kind of just progress and reap what you sow all the way through and all the good stuff. We have been living through... Um, some time of some pretty crazy behavior, not just currently, but for quite some time and probably even more so in the last 100, 120 years has gotten, you know, expansive. I do believe we're moving out of a lot of that energy, which is why we're watching it implode um, in a lot of ways. And I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be neutral guys. Okay. Just keep, 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 keep with me here because I'm not trying to stir the pot, but I'm trying to get it to a critically thinking place, which is, um, because that energy, in my opinion, is imploding and we're, you know, we're moving into 2021 is what, what isn't it? The age of Aquarius or like, and then it's also, I mean, I know that's something completely different, but like, and then we move out of earth and into air and, but, but, but 2021 is the end of the cycle in Bazi in terms of the season, right? right? Right, So it's like the conclusion before spring, before the right. first plant sprouts. So, so we, it is the ending. So we're, you know, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because I know that next year is still a a, a, um, a, a work in progress. I'm now doing the work in a kind of a continuation of this year, obviously, which I mean, transformation does not just happen overnight. Um, but do we, do we have a beautiful awakening with people because you're talking about everybody's making choices, but a lot of people are also giving up a lot of their right to their choices if they're not careful. Mm -hmm. And um, are we going to start to see this, you know, because I'm seeing it more and more every day of more and more people like, wait a minute, wait. it's actually beautiful to watch because you can see what they used to post and now what they post, I'm like, ah, you got it, you picked up on it, you know. Um, but it still doesn't stop some pretty high up stuff that's really inappropriate behavior where do we find the opposite of that inappropriate behavior start to kind of you know how you're saying like maybe later on in life that'll then crumble and fall versus you know early on in life if you had those things and then you start to make yourself better over time do we start to see the do we start to see the opposite of the inappropriate yeah, behavior start I mean, to i mean you get where i'm going i hope yeah. everybody understands where i'm saying this i'm just trying to kind of keep all of the, the the muck of of the you know discussion out of this and keep it more energy based yes you know so i i know where you're going. I know, I know you do. I know you do because of our other conversations <laughs> offline, but yeah. So it's very interesting when, when you look at this from an energetics perspective because um, the portal, if you will, even though that sounds kind of woo-woo, but there is a cycle that will, be, will begin anew in the year 2024, 
Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. I've heard that. And the year 2024 is an incredibly spiritual time. It's the energy of fire. Fire is all about illumination. It's all about awakening. It's all about opening the eyes. And there's a new way of uh, living, innovation, creation, feminine energy, and all the things. And so the jolt that we've been feeling up until this point, will that's, that's what I mean by the continuation of it because it's so huge. By the time we get into the year 2022, three, as we get closer to that opening of that cycle, you need to start to begin to kind of put the bow <laughs> around the box of shit. <laughs> whatever shit, whatever hurt, whatever pain, disappointment, whatever that might be. You're, you're working your way to putting it all in a box as you're processing them, dealing with them, confronting with them, parting with them. The bow needs to start to be put together. And so I think that we are not all the way there yet no, on course. a collective sense, but there's definitely momentum there. We, we like hearing that. Yep. And so I feel incredibly optimistic. I mean, I, but that's just who I am. Me I'm too. an ever, I'm a realistic optimist, yeah. but, but I, I also recognize that we cannot expect something that has been building up for so long where we're in this hyper consumerism, you know, uh, materialistic kind of world to suddenly shift into a more minimal, you know, where it's all about the spirit rather right. than the tangible things. That is the paradigm that is shifting. Right. And so it has imploded and it will still continue to implode right. going into the next year. But I think the intensity of the implosion <laughs> maybe will subside right. more going into next year because like I said, 2021 is like the conclusion of a cycle, uh, the, the seasonal cycle. So I don't know. I, like I, that. I, I enjoy watching yeah. everybody, um, <laughs> whether I'm like, uh-oh, or good for you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that's so well put because it's like anything, and if anybody's ever done massive transformation, they know that in the beginning, it really sucks. You're unpacking all the crap. And a lot of times it's denial, it's anger, it's bitterness, it's all of the feelings and emotions. And then all of a sudden, you know, some time goes on. Time heals everything because time goes on. You start to be like, all right, now I got to, okay, we got to start dealing with this. Let's start picking these things one at a time. And they start to unravel. And to your point, We've been dealing with things that have been going on for hundreds of years, hundreds of years. I'm not going to say thousands because that there's been different cycles, but like hundreds of years. And as you said, like the materialism and the consumerism and all this stuff, we're, that cycle is leaving. So, and, and it, what's interesting to me too is how many people don't like that, the ones that are still clinging and almost even still doing okay in this world right now with that still same mindset. I'm like, uh, no. be careful. No. I'm not going to mention like industries. Yeah. I'm not going to mention areas of the world or country or yeah. cities, but I'm just saying like you guys do your, do, do your critical thinking on what I'm saying. So if the ones that are really stuck, it's still kind of promoting that lifestyle. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, I do not want to be anywhere near that lifestyle when that has its kind of final days. And I know some to some people are like, wait, what do you mean? And I'm like, yeah. and they and I, I'm not saying that because where we're going is actually very abundant, yes. very abundant, yes, Ve like beyond abundant. It's just that the character behavior is a huge, drastic paradigm shift and change. There's a collectiveness, more innovation, more creativity, a renaissance, if you will, of mm -hmm. like beauty and uh, culture and yes. creationism and all of these things and not this like 
really, really, really inappropriate behavior that's been happening for way longer than people can even imagine. Yeah, and and 2024, the beginning of that new cycle, we call it period nine in classical feng shui, and it, it hovers over us for the next 20 years. It's the symbol of sort of the rising of the red mm. phoenix, right? And so if you're familiar with the phoenix, what happens to the phoenix? It, it explodes and it dies and it burns, and then it rises from the ashes again even more beautiful, even more strong, like stronger and more, um, uh, just more beautiful, more. just more of everything. And so I always, the way that I've coached through a lot of my clients this year, which I feel incredibly blessed to be able to be a support system to them, whether that's for their personal life or for business, is that this is a period that is calling for you to probe deeply in your life and imagine without covid and covid is just a catalyst right okay? it can be anything right okay it could be like a freaking mother nature stuff so with covid it, without i'm sorry without covid we wouldn't have stopped our train wreck <laughs> yeah something <laughs> would had have to clash something had to clash go it. we yeah. would have just kept on going and going and repeating the same patterns and behaviors and go 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 this was a necessary event that needed to happen in order to force all of us to take a moment, like not just in a moment in a single day, but a moment as a reflection of our life at this point in our life, whether you're 41, 51, 61, 12, whatever, to really take stock. So I, I don't really like the label of my life pre-COVID and post-COVID because right. I just don't see that separation. Right. But for this argument sake, like for this analogy, you really are thinking about, okay, before COVID, how was I really showing up in my life? What were the things I was also taking for granted? Did I take my spouse for granted? Did I take my health for granted? And all the things I fucking procrastinated, like, you know what, I need to be better with my money, or I really need to like push for that, or the things that you've compromised on. And so this event, this catalysmic event really forced us to strengthen and to have a pardon me but a come to jesus with some of those things to say you know what i'm done you know what all the things that i said i would do it's really time to do them either that or you know what it doesn't fucking matter anymore <laughs> so i'm letting it go i i love all of this and i'll tell you because now see for everybody listening we're talking on the spiritual side of the internal inter, interpersonal growth side that side because a lot of people because there was a in my opinion, a planning of the from the other side of like this thing to like force people further down a path um, to control where where they like because that go 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 let's put them all let's keep them all control let's do all that so that's the other side and some people are still kind of clinging to that side where we're coming in from it are like no 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 like it was so bad first of all they ended up helping and assisting a wake up of people to be like that doesn't seem right and you're like. So what are you going to do about it? And I think there's just more people than ever before now realizing that and it's going to take some time. Yeah. How, how like, because I, I think, I know we got to wrap up here, but like, how does that, how does somebody get a hold of you for like doing these specific type of like, whether it's um, their personal charting or the year charting, all of the things, like what, how, how do they get a hold of you? Because yeah, this so is amazing. Because I had such a good experience and I wanted everybody else to experience. Everybody's like referred like to mm -hmm. one, two people. I'm like, mm -hmm. I got more. They've been asking me. I'm like, just wait for the show. I love it. Thanks, Matt. Um, yeah. They can go on my website at www.fengshuibaijen.com or I'm on Instagram at fengshuibaijen. You can DM me and I can direct you. Um, yeah, I, it would just be such a blessing to be able to work with 
any one of you to help you navigate, especially um, as we're entering into a new cycle. Yeah, so so worth it um, and easy and and yes, uh, I make it digestible. <laughs> very digestible. It's affordable. Do yourselves a favor. Um, and uh, it was just it's very. Um, it's just good, self-reflective, energetic, approaching, you know, the next phases, what we're going through now, where we're heading. I, and I just think it, it's better to be informed yeah. internally so you can navigate accordingly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think so. it just also gifts you the, the, the appreciation. Yes. Right? And, and to give yourself that moment to really love on some of the things that happened to you or not happened and then also walk away from it feeling more empowered that you know what i got work to do and it feels good and i can be energized about it whether it is hard or not so hard regardless you're still going to walk away from it feeling as if i have another round to go amen thank you Thank I appreciate you. you coming back on the show. Yay. Look forward to you in about a month and a half. Going into the, <laughs> Love it. Actually, we should do a, a end of January, you know, or or February, like, you know, the new year, Bazi, kind of like, a, you know, hey, checking in. It's your shaking and moving yeah, year, Matt. Right. You, you get ready. It. You know it. Some interesting things that we'll talk offline about that. So uh, thank you so much for being on the Thanks, show. Matt. Appreciate it. Appreciate for everybody it. everybody listening, Feng Shui by Jen, F-E-N-G-S-H-U-I-I. B-Y-J-E-N.com. Feng Shui by Jen.com. Feng Shui by Jen on Instagram. Um, look her up. DM her if you have any questions and she'll guide you with like a link, but there's also links on her site. Um, check it out. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's amazing, amazing stuff. Um, and you guys know how I feel about spirituality, energy, um, doing the work, interpersonal growth. So do yourselves a favor. Uh, I appreciate all of you guys for listening. Thank you as always for tuning in. And uh, we're out. That was fun. You get a lot of business from that. Oh my gosh, Matt, you're so sweet.